TFG Football is an IVM production and you can also check out their other awesome shows like Geek Fruit with fellow and television geek Tejas Jishnu and Dinkar as they discuss the world of science fiction and nerd culture. You're listening to TFG Football. Hello everyone, welcome to a brand new episode of the TFG Indian Football Podcast. One day to go. Siju and Chiranjit have reached their destinations for the under 17 world cup and quickly can you tell us how is the feeling well landed here yesterday i mean yesterday i constantly saying yesterday last night it should be to be precise and it's been crazy just like i tweeted i was uh, from the station i was coming to the hotel and uh, you know the uber guy the radio was being played and uh, all the ads after every song there was an ad and it was about the fifa world cup and the anthem was playing so you know it really kicked in that hey it is here finally and it is happening for real uh it's crazy and just one day to go and today i look out it's a bright beautiful morning in kochi and uh, probably once when you all uh, when, when the listeners are listening to this i might be on the road talking to some of the on the way probably talking to some of the fans out whoever i meet on the on the way to the stadium or to the training sessions and also i have lined up few interactions with the fans uh, to ask them and talk to them about how they feel and how excited they are but i am i mean i may not sound excited but i am just like literally pinching myself to say that hey it's the world cup in india crazy stuff so see you uh, before chiranjit uh, comes in i want to ask you So are you getting the lyrics and are you getting that song into your head the anthem you are you loving it so much So see the anthem like we said in the start when it when it was released is kind of the beat is very catchy okay it's a very catchy beat uh it sticks to your head when it is you know when it's playing and you want to hum to it uh but lyrics wise i don't know i'm not sure how much i'm connected to it but uh, when i see the video i'm pumped up because they show in between uh you know the clippings of the matches so it always gives you those bunch about that until the end when somebody's face pops up but hey you know we need that in india so let's not uh, waste time ranting about that hmm. but yeah i think it's a catchy beat so it sticks to your head yeah chiranjit how's your feeling mm-hmm. yeah uh, india is playing over here right so you would expect some extra enthusiasm so when i came in here usually you don't uh, any signs that a world cup is happening in the city right and i was uh, uh, on my way to the uh, main stadium and there were uh, counters open for ticket collection and everything and a, a good size of crowd over there because this is two days before the game and uh, we know that the game has sold out at least the first uh, day of the tournament has been sold out Uh, we don't know like if if that's uh, because uh, a lot of school kids have been arranged or uh, it's a, it's an organic sell out but yeah it was uh, at the time i reached there were still tickets being sold and uh, you could like when when you are around that ticket counter you can like see uh, you can see faces from everywhere like uh, you know people south indians bengalis east indians northeasterns uh, even uh, other north indians everybody who lives in delhi just comes together and uh, wants to get a ticket uh, to this event and uh, it, it looks it looks great and by the time i got done with my work at the stadium uh, towards the afternoon i heard that there are no longer uh, you know you can you can't buy any more on the spot sale so the day sales are over basically 
So if you are looking for a ticket now, you probably won't get it. So that's that's the situation here uh, here now. Usually, it's it's not like people in the streets are talking about it or anything like that. But yeah, around where where it's happening, it looks good. And uh, the stadium, uh, the arrangement is like off the charts. They are following FIFA codes so strictly. I've never seen anybody do it like that. This is probably how it happens in a World Cup. Like I've never covered a World Cup before, so I haven't seen the uh, you know workings. Brilliant to see Ghana practice uh, at the Jawaharlal Nehru Stadium, uh, and it looks magical, man. Uh, obviously, the this action is very far away from you, but you still get a really great view. Uh, the people who have been renovating have done a brilliant job on it. So yeah, it it looks. You know, I I walked into the stadium and that's when it hit me. Like, it's gonna happen. You know, history is gonna be made here in a couple of days. So yeah, all pumped up for it. Yes, now you heard both them, and they are really pumped up, and so are we. And we will get you more on the FIFA World Cup. Uh, but today we are not delving into those matters. But what we will be talking about is something that was, you know, much of our podcast topics for over weeks. I'm talking about Abhinash Ruidas, and uh, yesterday, Palastadhar uh, put out an article uh, that just opens up everything. And uh, we can see who's the guilty party and what was the game that uh, East Bengal were playing in the dark. And uh, finally, we get to see, you know, the details of uh, where it started, where it all ended, and where the manipulation happened. And uh, as it is passed, but uh, we will still touch upon this topic. Chiranjit, uh, a uh, little too late, but uh, we get to know about uh, what uh, what was happening behind those at uh, East Bengal. And yeah, well. Look, uh, first of all, shout out to Nation of Sport. Uh, you know that those, that's a website that put the uh, story out. Uh, so shout out to them, nationofsport.com. Uh, they have done a brilliant job. Uh, Tulus has done uh, an awesome something, something really good. I think it was really needed to do. He actually went ahead and did the forensic analysis uh, by himself. They arranged for it. He you know took the documents to two forensic experts and uh, got there. Uh, expert opinions on it, and that that's what uh, you know we have been shouting about. That this matter should be pursued till the end. We should know whether the signatures are original or not. And it turns out that the signatures on those papers is a copy pasted kind of a thing. Like they are exact copies of each other. So when when a person signs, there is a human variation. Your two no uh, you know you, any two of your signatures. Are not exactly the same, but that's the case with that signature of Abhinash Ruiza's on that uh, contract paper. So that that kind of shows you that this is uh, you know finally something is getting exposed that has been happening forever. I'm pretty sure like almost all of the you know when you when you talk to players or uh, you know talk to people who have been involved in the sport, you hear stories about almost all of the major clubs that have uh, you know uh, had a spotlight in Indian football. Over the past few decades, everybody seems to have done something like this, and there are some players as well who uh, you know sign with two, three clubs and uh, you know just take advance from the clubs simply because the uh, the punishment structure or, or the disciplinary body was not very efficient or active until now, and uh, uh, this this case is a landmark in that regard. Is that it shows once and for all that. The old practices of IFA, you know, using something like a token system to determine whether a player is going to play, that's not going to happen. But more importantly, what this article has done is that 
it has established i think beyond uh, a reasonable doubt because we have forensic analysts who are uh, you know two of them independently came to the same conclusion same exact conclusion about this is that the signature is not genuine and uh, the matter is the, the disappointing part is that the matter has been dropped by aifs because uh, east bengal gave uh, ruidas a no objection certificate and he went to mumbai city uh, so nobody is pursuing that matter anymore but you know if somebody in east bengal did this they need to be punished right they should be held accountable for something like this so that, that's the sad part that it's not going to happen on a disciplinary basis because this is an independent investigation that does not hold immediate official value so unless somebody really sues east bengal on of their own volition uh, you know east bengal are not going to get punished yeah so that, that that's i think the, yeah then i mean if uh, polester is done it on his own can he not uh, take it to or take those reports to aif friend ask them also to if they want to go for another check and you know and then probably do it because just like you mentioned the way it is gone here a journalist or somebody who is working in the field had to go and do their part it was so slightly just you know kept in the dark and suddenly just went off topic and nobody was talking about it nobody's bothered because the player is gone where he wants to go the team is doing what they want to do but here if it is some yeah. just like we mentioned over the week you know when we're talking about this topic saying that if somebody is found guilty and whoever that is they should be punished because we can't see this happening in the future again and now here we go somebody took that effort to go ahead and do it but not the organization yeah. nor any other people but we found and you can't forge that okay so you take yeah. the effort to go ahead and do it and you found the result and there you go i mean nobody cares about it only a few fans who are following this would do it and we are talking about it but who else what 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 next so can he not I take think, it to aifs yeah. and do something about it well i don't think aifs will want to pursue this matter any further they will say like one of the concerned parties will have to uh, pick it up we see AIF of disciplinary committee is glad that this matter is over okay neither IFA nor AIFF nor ISL disciplinary committee or the player play status committee nobody likes it when a you know thing like this happens because club and player dispute is always harmful to the sport as a whole yeah okay and if if it comes to the spotlight media is going to talk about it uh, it's, so the entire entire football society gets a bad uh, name because of it so they are glad that everybody has come to a conclusion so they are going to say oh no you know everybody has uh, you know uh, sort of uh, settled it so we are not going to pursue it anymore and we don't see that uh, you know we don't recognize this investigation as as an official one so it i think it can still be done if somebody you know, one of the concerned parties if the is the uh, agent of uh, uh, of abhinash uh, vidyasai i don't think they are going to do it Uh, or the legal uh, firm that uh, that was hired to pursue this matter on behalf of Avinash Vidyas, I don't think they're going to do it either because uh, even the player doesn't want to be involved in something like this. They will just want to move on and uh, focus on the next season. So it, I think it will be down to anybody who's uh, concerned about making this, uh, you know, just just what's the legal term for it? Just just getting this up and running again. you know agade mudde ko agar ukhadna hai to somebody can go out and do that I, we we know some people who do rtis and 
uh, other PA, uh, you know public li- uh, interest yeah. litigations uh, around sport it's it's up to them now to take it up and see if uh, east bengal can be punished but i don't know if anybody will uh, look into it it's not a major high profile case or something like that but maybe somebody will who knows no it's in, since uh, with the time and the resources everything has you know? come to you know everybody's notice now and although it's not you know official yeah. uh, but we do know uh, how clubs can manipulate uh, player contracts and uh, putting them under pressure especially the younger players see if we are heading towards a, a, a unified league uh, where you know after hosting the world cup the status of indian football rises to something that uh, the world looks at now these things have to be in place you know if not already uh, we, are, yeah. we we we've seen these instances happening you know in the past as well and and they've gone unnoticed as always but if if this is the time uh, to have the leagues merged and where where everybody's taking notice you know the the discipline uh, uh, all these things that the lord and law and order of the footballing uh, world has to be you not know, there because if not then these instances will just come again in the future no but uh, that's one of the things uh, i believe that will be accomplished by this court case the because the uh, or, or court case or whatever the entire disciplinary action because it was entirely in favor of avinash rida so now we know there has been a legal precedence that says that token alone does not mean anything b you have to have a notarized uh, stamp paper or court paper uh, uh, contract uh, c your uh, the signature has to meet these standards and there has to be a witness and all that stuff without a witness it does not uh, you know without an independent witness uh, validating the entire thing uh, the contract does not hold uh, if if a player has not accepted uh, you know an advance payment or not has not participated in the entire uh, you know pre season or practices then again it still has not been enforced so a few of the things that have been established by this court will address some of these loopholes once and for all okay so uh, you will not no longer be able to have a just a blank paper or a white paper to contract bana ke player ko bilkul nahi bana sakte abhi ठीक है यू कैन नो लॉन्गर फोर्स अ प्लेयर टू जस्ट यू नो ऑन कॉपी पेस्टेड सिग्नेचर मेथड विल नो लॉन्गर वर्क ओके सो ऑल दीज थिंग्स आर हियर यू विल ऑल्सो नीड अ इंडिपेंडेंट ऑब्जर्वर विटनेस द होल थिंग सो या आई थिंक इन द फ्यूचर इन द लाइट ऑफ ऑल दिस इट विल बी मच हार्डर फॉर अ क्लब टू डू समथिंग लाइक दिस Yeah, so that is that is I think the biggest takeaway from this entire incident. Yeah, that's all we hope for, and uh, and let's not uh, see such cases uh, coming up again. And I so hopefully the matter is settled and uh, Ruidas can continue playing for the ISL team. Yeah, so I, every, anybody who wants to, yeah, anybody who wants to get the detail, please go to nationofsport. dot com. You know, we are not affiliated to them, but it's a really great article. So no problem giving shout out. Yeah. All right so that was uh, the you know the short update uh, from uh, the Ruiza's controversy and on that note we will head into a break and on the other side we will have uh, some predictions that we have lined up for uh, you know from the TFG side uh, about uh, who is going to make it to the round of 16 and progress to the semi finals and all the way to the finals all that on the other side of the break Hi I'm Amit Verma the host of the weekly podcast The Scene and the Unseen 
In my show, I examine the seen effects and the unintended consequences of public policy and private action. I show how policies meant to help the poor often end up hurting the poor. I've done episodes so far on demonetization, GST, surgical strikes, immigration and MRP. And I will continue my forensic assault on the truth in the weeks to come. Catch the show every Monday on the IVM podcast app or any other podcasting app that you prefer. Or visit seenunseen.in for all the latest updates. All right, welcome back after the break. And uh, as we said, uh, we will be sending out our predictions uh, to whoever is, uh, no, uh, this is no way uh, analyzed, it's just the feeling that we have. And uh, we will predict who will go through the round of 16 first. Chiranjita, uh, shall we begin with uh, Group A, where India is playing? Uh, what are your thoughts? Who yeah. do you think goes through from this group? Okay, so USA is going through. Yeah, Ghana is going through. Okay, mm-hmm. now we have a big question. Uh, a few big questions, actually. Question A Can India beat Colombia? Okay, that, that's a big if. Big uh, doubt over there. Uh, I, I, I don't think India has uh, you know, shown anything like that so far. They have never managed to beat uh, a team of the caliber of Colombia yet. So, yeah, but maybe, who knows, uh, you know, 9th October, that's when India will play Colombia. Maybe on the day, something great happens. And that depends on what happens uh, tomorrow, uh, Friday. If India put up a good show, even if, if even if India lose, if they put up a good show and score a goal and lose 2-1, that's a huge boost in confidence. Like, okay, we can operate in this this level. Because uh, United States reached the continental finals and lost to Mexico uh, by a very small margin. So that will play into how India do against Colombia. And Colombia is going to be the one game where maybe uh, India will go like 3-4 and try to play an attacking game. If there is a win, then we are suddenly in, in, in the conversation of being in the uh, being in one of the uh, you know among the best third position teams and possibly making it into the round of 16 okay yeah. then the other question is can india limit the damage against ghana okay because ghana i saw them play man like super advanced dude like i i don't give india any chance against ghana mm-hmm. okay uh, you know freaking uh, uh, they, they have height advantage, skill advantage, stamina advantage. Uh, we have seen how India has been doing. Like uh, uh, during the AFC Under-16 Championship, India sort of ran out of breath in the last 20 minutes. Uh, maybe they have improved it, but Ghana can really push them early on and seriously affect their game in the second half uh, by enforcing uh, a level of fatigue that India do not come across easily. So it's going to be a very physically challenging game and India may suffer a big loss. Now the question is, can we limit the damage to one goal? One goal loss. One nil loss or two nil loss. If we can limit that, maybe we still have a chance of making it among the, how many? The, the top four third place teams getting to the knockout stage. So yeah. maybe there is a slimmer of hope. So first we have to beat Colombia and then we have to limit the damage against uh, Ghana. So let's let's 
I don't know. Should we should we assume the best or the worst here? That's hmm. that's that's what I'm going to ask uh, you and Siju. Should we assume that along with United States, states and Ghana, India makes it as well? Yeah, Siju, go ahead with your thoughts. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's it's a great thing uh, to analyze that bit because the way India is playing and the other teams. Uh, no doubt that we can definitely put up a fight, but I think everything boils down to tomorrow's match. I think the first game that yeah. we play, USA is where we get an idea of how this team is placed. Yes, we've seen them in the past in uh, different tournaments and friendly matches, but hey, this is the World Cup we're talking about and this is what we're looking forward to and it's the first game. I think that's where the test begins and the challenge begins for the host country to show that we are not just the host and that's why we are here but we can definitely put up a fight if not get a win so I, I I think it's a great analysis to put out there by Chirendi both the questions over there but I'm not sure let's I'm not putting any pressure on those 21 boys or the 11 the ultimate mm. 11 who make it to the field because I really want them to play free and not uh, come under the assumption that hey, the whole country is going to watch us, then they're going to question us, they're going to ask us stuff and everything and put put them down or whatever. But let them just play free, and if they play free, and maybe if they are good at that, and if they can put up a great fight, then you never know. Yes, but I don't know. I'm not going to say worse or the best, but just like when you mentioned those two teams going ahead, USA, Ghana. I don't know. I don't think I'm putting my money on India. But I just want them to have fun. Yeah. Kevin? Yeah. Do you think India will make it? No. See, again, uh, if we just uh, assume the possibility that... Uh, uh, let's put this straight. So, it's uh, the top two teams from each group that will qualify directly. And the best finishing third place team will make it. So out of six, we've got four four groups uh, that have uh, the possibility of getting the best. Now, what that yeah. would mean is, you know, beating, uh, getting a good uh, goal difference. Now that again comes down to and which... getting a win. If you get a win, <laughs> you have a good chance. Yes, yes. The positive goal difference means a win at. That's only possible if India is able to beat Colombia because we're not expecting too much uh, against Ghana because. They know how to play their game and they are physically and yes, Chiranjit, what you said is correct. You know, catching them via pace, catching them via physical strength is not easy. And USA, look at the experience that they've got. Out of 17 World Cups that have been played, they are here 16 times. They know what it is, how to handle the pressure and they are on a roll. You know, coming just so close to winning that uh, uh, the Continental Championship uh, already shows you that the kind of form they are coming in. So again, it's yeah. it's between India and Colombia, and not just uh, beating Colombia, because you know that will not help us go through. Because there are other four, other three teams that will be fighting for that spot again. So India, if if they need to qualify, they need to get the best out against Colombia, and hope for a draw yeah. between uh, USA and Ghana. No, that will give us a real possibility to get there. No, 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 not not Ghana. Not actually, like, because USA and Ghana are anyway going to qualify. So it does not really matter what happens between them. We have to wait for some, uh, you know, some really bad performance from other third-place teams, you know. So, so it's, it's a bit complicated. But, uh, so do you think, in, uh, are, are you putting your money on India, then? Uh, 
see be, this is the first time that we are in the world cup and if i say that i am not too hopeful i'll be you know cruel towards india but uh, again uh, facing the facts i think uh, india stands you know the slightest of the slightest the tiniest chance to getting that you know uh, the fourth best third place team okay so i i'm i'm not going to be so hopeful okay because if india beat colombia then then we have a realistic chance but i am not very sure india will manage to beat colombia if if we get a draw it's over from, from yeah, there that's I the mean, thing I, th- i think for me i would say just one point to add india getting a draw in this group would be as good as a win for me as a fan who's following it and so yeah. steps and it's a great great step that would be in a good way in a good way i would take that Yeah, yeah but a, but a draw will not take them to the second round so i am going to i'm going to put down only usa and ghana uh, yeah so i am not giving one. yeah i'm not giving yeah. india i'm not taking india that's why i said a, a draw for, <laughs> a draw for me is a win so i would take that as a very yeah so this is the saddest this is the saddest conversation we have had in the podcast <laughs> ever uh, yeah. but so uh, you know uh, let's let's take usa and ghana from group a and continue to group b and this is a very evenly matched group uh, we got some some of the top teams from all kinds of continents around here and i think this is uh, going to see a few draws and a few upset results and we're going to end up with three teams from this group making it into the uh, uh the round of 16 and i'm i'm not going to go uh, i'm i'm not going to pretend like i know these teams very well uh, but just looking at their recent matches and recent form and the kind of performances they have done i'm just going to go ahead and pick paraguay mali and turkey from this group so over to you guys on what do you think see you well uh to see yes i mean watching new zealand play in the two games uh, the practice matches just uh, you know so to get an idea uh yes they don't have a very footballing culture back home but uh, i don't know maybe yes i'm agreeing on the same terms just like sirandi saying paraguay and mali but something between i don't i can't pick between new zealand and turkey for some reason yes turkey holds a, of course holds a bigger hand here but maybe just maybe if new zealand can sneak in something but paraguay mali mm-hmm. yes for sure Uh, Jiranji, rightly, what what you're saying is, uh, you know, I, I agree with that. Uh, but uh, I have a change over here. I would uh, predict Mali and Turkey taking the top spots, uh, followed by a close Paraguay. New Zealand, of course, you know. See, uh, that's that's the that's the key. That's the key because if they're close, then they have a good chance to be one of the top. Yes. Uh, top yes. four, uh, third place team. Yeah. Again, there's no outright, you know, clear winner over here that can just uh, topple the. Uh, other teams in the group uh, that's w- that's what makes it uh, very interesting this group b so again uh, for me it's paraguay mali and turkey that might go through heading to group c we've got iran we've got germany we've got guinea and we've got costa rica <laughs> now you know germany yeah. falls into this group all of a sudden and it makes the group you know all as if they are the only team in the group that's going to just white whitewash everybody else Yeah, well, I don't know if they will be able to do that, but uh, it's it's. I I want to see how Iran does, and just just out of uh, you know sympathy for a uh, Asian team, I want to give them a third ch- a third chance. But you know, Guinea is pretty good. Uh, Costa Rica, what what did they do in the uh, recent uh, Concacaf uh, Championship? 
they released the classification stage and they were the second in the group so concacaf it's it's a bit bit easier to just earn the qualification uh, you know if, if you are a concacaf you know you have reached the finals and you are one of the uh, top teams that's a very different thing but uh, classification stage second yeah you know you can you can say they will be uh, uh, competitive to some degree so iran versus costa rica will be the game to watch if iran managed to win that match somehow then they are in okay and uh, Guinea Guinea is the other uh, sort of a wild card here but uh, dude we have we have seen them do so well right they came third in the african uh, under 17 championship so we have to give them uh, you know the second place after germany right so it's germany and guinea and i'm gonna put my money on iran being the third team to qualify uh, into the round of 16 from this group because simply i'm just putting this money on them simply because uh, it's a very diverse team and it's it's an asian team uh, and uh, yeah so so that way you can call it a bit of an emotional call but i'm picking three teams uh, it's it's going to be guinea it's going to be germany it's going to be iran what about you guys riju yeah i'm excited by the way i'm excited to see germany versus guinea it's going to happen in kochi the last uh, group match um, yeah to go ahead with uh, this is kind of tricky but just like you know, mentioned the last not that we know much about these teams but just looking at their recent past and how they've been performing and the name that they have in the world football yes i would definitely like to see iran to do some damage here if not much but something uh, and and germany of course is going through i mean if not i don't know it'll be a big 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 surprise But somewhere between Guinea and Costa Rica, I'm not sure. Uh, it's like Germany is the thorough team that I can pick from here. But the others, like it's like a liking towards or wanting Iran doing well. But I don't know. I can't pick between Guinea and Costa Rica for the second team. Now, easily, Costa Rica is yeah. not the favorite for anyone over here. Uh, so they look like uh, you know might just uh, finishing this World Cup with uh, maybe just uh, one point or so. so again it comes down to the other three teams uh, will all three three make it uh, looks close but i i somehow you know i i've said this in the past i've got a thing for the african teams they bring in something that you know that it's more than passion it's more than talent it's that hunger for winning and that's what you know gives me the feeling that guinea is going to top this group followed closely by iran you know germany i have i have a feeling that they might not be able to live up to the tag of you know those heavyweights uh, in the world football but somehow i've got a feeling that guinea is going to take the first place here so for me it's guinea and iran germany might just you know might just miss the bus mm. so uh, yeah so let's all, all go on words to group b and this is another one which is can i can i <laughs> <laughs> yes can I yes you go ahead So, so there's uh, I mean, North Korea, or should we say, People's Republic of Korea. There's Niger, who's uh, playing for the first time. Brazil and ESP. That's Spain. Great heavyweights over here. Uh, well, see, if even if you ask uh, as a person who doesn't follow football, also probably they'll go with these two names. That is Brazil and Spain. uh and the first match would be between is between then it could be a great kick start to the group itself 
I don't know. I'm not going to put money on any other teams, but football or the sport is known to surprise. So I'm ready for surprises. But then Brazil and Spain is what I'm going to I'm going to pick. Yeah, well, I think we're going to know the uh, you know future of this group on uh, Saturday itself because North Korea is playing Niger right after Brazil plays Spain. So if that match is a draw, then we can say that it's going to be Brazil and Spain. Just two teams from this group, and there's a there's a chance that this match will be a draw because uh, fourth best team from uh, Africa, Niger, playing they're uh, playing for the first time here. I don't expect them to go that far, but even though they they are pretty good, North Korea will put on their toughest show. They uh, they will play their hardest uh, and try to get a win out of this. Uh, but you know, even if they win, I think. They will get battered. It, it, it actually doesn't matter because if even if Niger win or North Korea win, they will get hammered by Brazil and Spain, who will play the goal difference game to try to pick the top spot. Uh, and uh, in in the case that they actually play out a draw before or even afterwards, so I think uh, whoever wins will have a very uh, terrible uh, goal difference, and they will not make it into the top. Uh, uh, you know, among the top four, uh, what do you call it? Uh, the the third best team, so I'm just gonna pick Brazil and Spain uh, from here. It's just it's just gonna be domination. Yeah, it's going to be a clear choice, and Kochi is in for a real treat because we'll see a lot of goals coming out from this group, especially when we've seen Brazil play in that practice match. It is ruthless. They you know they can score when they want, and it's. Uh, uh, and coming to Spain, you know, uh, you they've got the flair in the style in the uh, in whatever they come it with football. So it's going to be a total domination with uh, Brazil and Spain uh, easily uh, making the only two teams from this this group to go through. And we head on to Group E, where Honduras, Japan, New Caledonia, the new the the new team uh, that's their debut. That's a debut in the World Cup and followed by France. So, Chiranjit, whom do you pick to go through from this group? I am... Okay, so it may sound like I am being a bit unfair to the OFC teams, but I'm looking at New Caledonia. Okay, they have been playing against yeah, Papua New Guinea. Okay, that's okay. Uh, they won 3-2. Against Tahiti, they got a 1-1 draw. Vanuatu, man. Vanuatu. Okay, that's a 3-2 win. They have sort of they have this scraped through every single game in uh, the uh, in the OFC Championship to uh, get their uh, you know find their way into the uh, Under 17 World Cup. And when they played the one good team out of OFC, New Zealand, they lost seven nil. <laughs> okay, and and uh, the most let's say the the best uh, indication of this team's quality is that they they faced uh, Singapore in a friendly uh, a couple of days ago. And they lost. They actually won two one. Okay, so that shows New Caledonia uh, the kind of team it is. It's a. Uh, I'm I'm just sad that that New Caledonia did not get into the same group as India. Okay, I'm just sad about that because we would have had a really good shot at making into the uh, second round if we had that team in here. Just because it's New Caledonia and Japan, uh, Honduras. And uh, France, all outclass New Caledonia. I'm gonna just say that, yeah, all those three teams will make it into the top, uh, you know, in the second round. Okay, it 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 will be a toss-up between Honduras and Japan. Uh, I think Honduras will come second. Uh, France and Honduras will be the top two, and Japan will be the third. 
but doesn't matter all of them are going to the second round all right see you same similar thoughts i mean my pick would be france and japan and maybe honduras but two picks if i have to do to be france and japan Hey, for me uh, your if i have to pick uh, just one team and it's i think it's a clear winner but it's uh, not i i wouldn't agree with chiranjit i feel japan is going to top this group and uh, there'll be a fight for the second place obviously uh, between honduras and france so new new caledonia is that guinea pig for everybody to come score and just you know take in all the goal difference the positive goal difference and go away so for me japan is the uh, the first place team by far they look strong and uh, it's going to be a tough fight between honduras and uh, france mm. now I this one kevin kevin you pick this one first <laughs> group f <laughs> this is the group that's going to shit on us no uh, this this is uh, a well placed uh, group where it's difficult to predict uh, anybody who can uh, you know just go through easily but uh, i have a feeling that mexico is going to take it you know although uh, we've got some you know really good teams like chile and iraq to some extent can put up a fight uh, and england is there uh, but uh, i have a feeling that uh, mexico just takes the cake mm. so did uh, you want to take us next yeah i mean i would go for go with mexico and chile mexico and chile so i think i really want iraq to be in the top 3 because they, i i don't think like uh, i think the third place team from this uh, group will go into the uh, round of 16 so i i really hope uh, iraq get one win out of somewhere anywhere but i just don't know where they will do it iraq is one of the best teams in asia but look at who they are facing chile england and uh, and mexico like ek bhi ek bhi acha nahi mila yaar like they did not get any respite uh iraq sort of had a similar say, uh, similar luck like india had uh, although india does not have uh, I, i don't think india can actually put up a fight as good as iraq but but maybe you know if 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 they swap groups then i would give iraq a chance to finish third uh, from group a but uh, that is pointless speculation now looking at this i i cannot help but feel that mexico chile and england will be going into Around uh, number two, you know, Mexico is going to be top. Uh, Chile and England will uh, fight for second place. Doesn't matter. Both of them will beat Iraq and will be in a chance to go into uh, the uh, the second round simply because nobody is going to take a pounding. Even if Iraq lose all the matches or get one draw and lose all uh, all the others, they will be losing by very small margins, like one goal, two goal. And people who will be winning will also win by one goal and two goals. we're not going to see any white washing in this group so all uh, the top 3 teams will go into the second round so my pick mexico chile england all right that was it uh, these were the predictions from all three of us and let's see who makes it and uh... so all right uh, guys this was our predictions and i'm just going to list it to round the whole thing up we have picked 16 countries for uh, the uh, second round it's going to be USA, Ghana, Mali, Paraguay, Turkey, Guinea, Germany, Iran, Brazil, Spain, Honduras, Japan, France, Mexico, Chile, England in no particular order. It breaks my heart that India is not among them and I also actually wanted Iraq to be there but uh it it doesn't seem like it from our end but uh you know 
once we know exactly where every team finishes and who's uh, going to play maybe we will uh, uh, you know do another episode where we do uh, our predictions till the finals right yeah why not definitely and uh, this you know this just gets us even more going for the world cup which is just one day away and preparations have already uh, begun in many places and our correspondents are here chiranjeet is in delhi kochi uh, is handled by siju i will be heading to mumbai you know just to get the feeling and guys if you are in for it let us know via comments uh, what do you think about uh, the teams that we picked up and uh, feel free to put down uh, the round of 16 uh, uh, teams that you feel uh, might go through and we will have another round uh, to predict uh, who will head into the semi finals and uh, the finals after we are done with the round of 16 if you are listening to us on youtube do not forget to like share subscribe and you can also download the ivm podcast app we'll get many of the shows just like tfg and uh, it's available on android and ios uh, uh, the podcast is also available on major podcasting apps like soundcloud itunes etc we will see you guys tomorrow a loaded episode of the previews of the matches over the weekend of the fifa under 17 world cup see you guys was Tantrik Steve from Hansraj College Delhi performing at IIT Bombay's Mood Indigo. Just like them there's a lot of new talent and art coming out of colleges all across India but unfortunately most of this goes completely unnoticed or ignored. To fix this we started atkt.in. Hi, I'm Ankur. I'm a musician and a rapper and I found that one of the best things about being an artist myself is finding new talent. Through atkt.in Tanya my colleague who's a dancer and a whole team really is putting all of our efforts into discovering and promoting all the coolest talent that's coming out of colleges all across India and this goes up on our website our social media TV radio and of course this podcast with IVM make sure you go to our website support the talent with your likes your shares your comments all of that really matters go ahead check it out atkt.in Good evening ladies and gentlemen this is your captain speaking sorry to say but there's been a slight delay due to the apocalypse having suddenly begun as you can see there's death destruction and chaos taking place all around us but don't you worry food and drinks will be served shortly and i would recommend checking out IVM podcasts to get some of your favorite indian podcasts we'll keep you going till this whole thing blows over thank you